He is currently managing a UI platform in supply chain technology. He started his career as a web designer and graduated as a tech lead. He has spent more than 15 years in web technologies as an engineer. Unlike most of the engineering leaders, one thing that stands out for Vivek is that he is from BCom background, but learned the nuances of web development from scratch with self-interest and also with help of his friends and colleagues. That's quite inspiring and at the same time encouraging. for those folks who are from non tech background in today's episode let's learn more about vivek's unconventional journey in becoming a software engineering manager hello hi there welcome to the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future this podcast is to help professional students it employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers so folks if you have tuned into our podcast for the first time you have missed a lot of stuff but don't worry all our previous episodes are available on your favorite podcast listening platforms including apple podcast google podcast spotify jio savan gana.com and almost all the major podcast listening platforms and not only that we are also available on youtube just search for the guiding voice and you'll find us there Also if you haven't rated our podcast on Apple please provide your rating and also request you to provide a positive review because every rating and review will motivate us to bring in more and more content to you this is your host navin samala and i'm having about 18 years of rich and diverse experience in the it industry and in every episode we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn great things you will acquire more knowledge per every minute by listening to tgv than any other podcast in this space also we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the it world or technology towards the end so stay tuned till the end thank you so much for tuning in today we are going to discuss a topic unconventional journey of an engineering manager and we are pleased to have vivek part of our tgv's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe vivek thank you so much for being part of tgv welcome to tgv hey thanks uh, navin uh, thanks a lot for this podcast i'm really feeling honored and excited to have such a conversation on your platform and i'm totally convinced with your format i've heard lot of them and really it is inspiring for the younger generations that are coming and yeah transferring knowledge is really required for the next generation and you do it in such a subtle way that's really commendable thank you so much vivek for all the kind words and in fact because of the support of speakers and all the industry experts like you we have been doing this and uh, we don't want to stop doing this no matter what uh, may come in between that's a very noble cause that you are doing and i wish you all all the best for this thank you all right so with that let us get into the conversation we make you have an amazing career journey especially what uh, is standing out is you are from a non engineering background and scaling up to an engineering manager level right it is not that easy i know i can imagine the kind of uh, hardships or the struggles that you might have gone through so definitely we would love you to share briefly your journey highlighting the top 3 things that contributing to reaching your current position with our audience okay uh, first let me tell you the top 3 things that should be on the top of our conversation first is the interest that's the top most thing if you have interest in something you can do anything elon musk 
belief in yourself that you will do it and having a very good friend to supporting you with your thought and fortunately i have all these three and that's the key that probably worked for me and yeah i mean there are many people who are from my kind of background but then they have managed to do their journey with some other aspects of life i do not know much about it but yeah these three things have worked for me it's what i want to share now coming to the first part of your question is how was my journey so my journey basically started in late 90s when i was thinking about my career all my friends were done and dusted with the academics got into their some family business or accounting jobs or some of them have become ca they have a enormous good career they are very successful in their lives but when i did my bcom i did not have any clue why did i do my bcom as i belong to a lower middle class family and did not actually have a proper guidance on choosing even a right academic stream when it was required and it is not me alone there are many such people in my batch who did not get the right way but then you know what i followed is i just followed my heart okay so i'll tell you like what happened <laughs> the day i received my uh, bcom result is not happy for some reason <laughs> and i was asking to myself and like uh, to a very close friend of mine what the hell is this man uh, now with this degree what do we do okay one of my friends said well we'll get some accounting job in a transport company or showroom to start with and we have to really try hard my heart was not beating for this it still had some imprint okay i'll tell you about the imprint that that was kind of my target probably so once i went to alhabad uh, where my maternal aunt was an it professional in some private company and i saw the first computer in my life this was in some 80s or something it was an amazing experience to see she gave me a gift of a printout okay that was a clip art illustration print out at that point of time it was written like my name vivek pore vivek pore vivek pore and there was a shape i think it was a shape of a cat or something and the whole shape was done with these you know text i was amazed to see that i was amazed to see the technology how the image is being created and then being printed out on a dot matrix printer the sound of that dot matrix printer c c c c tak 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 c c tak that is still there in my head okay and that was there in my head when i was i got my result at that point of time also it was there you know i was so amazed because the most sophisticated gadget in my town i saw was a typewriter okay so i just uh, started to follow my instinct uh, to find my path okay i was not sure but was very excited to work and find something that gives me satisfaction because i was some of the people who just did not want to do or choose what the the time has given you or how conventionally people are doing i did not choose to do that so in order to find something i just then started reading newspaper about job market the courses and uh, especially in computers so i was really interested in doing something into sound engineering you know why i belong to a family of music at home it's a home culture most of our family members are into music so i just uh, wanted to do something into that though i did not have very good experience of learning music but uh, i wanted to do something in music okay and i'm a, a great uh, fan of jagjit singh on the cassettes of jagjit singh i used to see 
something called sound engineer uh, and the name was like daman sood and i was a great fan of jagjit singh and the quality of music that used to come okay that was awesome i thought that could be my target so i thought if i cannot do anything in music at least i would uh, like to be in a profession of music by this means and that took me to finding satyajit ray film and television institute in calcutta i went there i went to the help desk i asked them if i want to do sound engineering course what's needed and all i have done my graduation on bcom and you know what they said they said okay for sound engineering uh, you need to have arts or science stream i was so broken from inside i cannot tell you in words okay but then i thought let us do something that i know so then my hunt brought me nearly to some courses in multimedia okay uh, because in multimedia also they were offering some sound software sound uh, engineering softwares and video editing softwares so i thought okay at least with this uh, if i can go into this so i enrolled in one one of the courses in multimedia they taught me photoshop uh, corel draw adobe premiere then some sound editing softwares uh, video editing software animation software i just completed the course and you know like in institutes generally the way the courses are done they are very not much of that professional touch so i just completed the course but then soon was the time that i wanted to work because i wanted to earn money so i got a job from the same uh, there was a placement from the same institute in a company called zoom digital there was the work of retouching photos so i did that job i used to get like 1400 rupees a month that used to vanish up in in my travel so it, it used to be like 35 kilometers of travel with a local train and a bus and probably eating something here and there in the evenings so 1400 rupees at that point of time in 90s late 90s was actually nothing it was hand to mouth so i did that for a month or so i think probably to couple of months and then i gave it up i thought it's not my cup of tea uh, because i'm not using my brain somehow it pushed me to do something of my own so i started a dtp work at home so desktop publishing i thought probably there is something where i can use my brain i can think logically in graphics or like whatever i'm doing right so i asked my father to buy me a computer at home with a 256 mb of ram 8 gb of hard disk it was a luxury for me and he took a loan for me i i can't uh, even you know forget that it's a heavy thing for me because getting that computer it costed like 45 or 50000 rupees it was a huge investment but then somehow i thought i need to make something out of it so i started uh, you know doing uh, book typings uh, magazines agarbatti pouches visiting cards etc and soon my heart said even this is not what i am made for though i was making money but not that great of a money plus money was not the only thing that drove me into choosing uh, what i wanted to do but my heart still was not beating so since i had a good idea about image editing like photoshop corel draw etc some of my friend circle right i was kind of popular friend circles because of my you know photoshop abilities corel draw abilities so i got a call from one of my friends he was in my, the multimedia institute he said that there's a 
web designer's job in a software company are you interested in even before you know taking my next breath i said yes <laughs> my journey actually started to be with sensible people uh, around me talking thinking communicating logic okay always gave me a confidence that uh, i am on a right track uh, with right people and i enjoyed every bit of it every day i used to travel for 40 plus kilometers from home i used to start at uh, 6:30 at uh, from my home to reach office and i used to come by say 9 9:30 in the evening and after coming home i was i used to be a dead cop but after taking one hour of nap and having my dinner i used to again go on my desk and learn something new i had a target that every day i should learn one thing that i did not know yesterday that was my target and that was my target for say next 10 years kind of okay that that used to be my target that what did i learn today i should be telling myself while going to bed that i learned this thing today okay which i did not know yesterday and that helped me a lot and that can help anybody i mean be be a student or anybody right so that pulled me to you know learn anything and everything that was needed in this industry so i graduated from a web designer to a html developer then from html developer to a, a web developer then a full stack developer then a tech lead then a team lead and now a senior manager i've seen uh, the three and a half eras of industry how it has shaped and what and all changed right every time i used to go for an interview how the interview patterns have changed how the expectations have changed how the every 5 years how everything is changing in this industry okay you cannot be like the last interview that you have given in like last 3 4 years the next time you go for an interview whatever you read the last 3 years before last 3 years it's all irrelevant things have changed from the scratch <laughs> so yeah with my little knowledge i would say you know until the manager role things were uh, Uh, similar perspectives but yeah i have again started a new journey with my management role it's giving me a really different perspective now it's a saga in itself <laughs> vivek that's what i would say so yeah. couple of points which uh, stood out is uh, follow your heart and second most important thing is get better every day i simply loved that statement what i have learned today which got me better than yesterday such a profound statement and in fact it helped you moving on and taking different roles right from sound engineer to working on soft animation software like corel draw photoshop as part of uh, your dtp work at home and then jumping on to web designer multimedia software and all so it is quite uh, interesting and at the same time inspiring and uh, i i would also like to add one point here you mentioned about um, you have seen this three eras right of the industry and every time you see or you attend the interview the format is different like my co-host sudhakar unfortunately is not here today he also keeps on telling one thing like every year no matter whether you are changing your job or not every professional should go and start attending the interviews at least you'll get to know the format and all and i think that's a amazing tip which we have to follow so that we get abreast with what is happening in the industry and no matter whether you crack the interview or not at least there is something to learn very true so with that being said now i would like to understand your journey okay you said from sound engineer to the ui developer and from there to leadership sound, and all <laughs> right sound engineering was an aspiration okay <laughs> uh, but yeah 
what i got my interest on was working with brainy professionals because yeah. that's where my heart was beating probably yeah what i did not have as an academics or as my growing up for the job readiness i did not have all that but then when i saw these people right it was like okay it clicked me okay right this is the thing this is the thing i was telling one of my old friends uh, to we used to think about oh yaar kya karenge what what are we going to do after become this and that and when i uh, got this job right uh, in the software industry that time i'll tell you going to a software company in itself was not so thing that okay software company in calcutta was just like any other accounting company or any other things any other industry probably it's not in a very good shape probably i don't know what are you going uh, doing there computer every day you are doing the same computer thing what do you learn from there okay what exactly do you make software or oh, you make cds but yeah my heart was palpitating for it always to be logical use your brains okay i mean it is see everybody's fate kind of is where you are you are supposed to be there sometimes i think that way so yeah with the help of all my colleagues and friends and i'm fortunate to be here it's like probably i don't belong here but then i am fortunate to be here i guess no you have been very humble throughout the conversation i think it's quite uh, inspiring especially for people from non tech background if you want to dream about becoming a technology leader here is a live example in the form of vivek so definitely take these nuances and uh, try to carve out your career for yourself so with that being said vivek i would like to understand the challenges that you faced in learning the technologies okay so challenges was starting from the first i would say uh, the challenge was my language okay so i was born and brought up in small town called rishra and there i was going in a government school it's a hindi medium school english was started like in standard 6 abcd was started in standard 6 so it was really a challenge for me okay the first exam that i gave in english was in my college the first day i saw the books in english right i just gave up man uh, i cannot do this because i cannot comprehend what is that single line sentence means how i am going to write exams in english but exams were over in bcom mostly the things are practical accountancy economics those are all practical then i had a good memory at that point of time so i could and i had a good habit of reading newspapers and finding dictionary words so that helped me at least cracking my uh, graduation so coming to the journey when i started my journey the first thing was the spoken english language i did not have any confidence even if i have to tell where do you come from even that sentence i could not form it was a really challenge for me so when i used to go to work then uh, somebody told me okay why don't you you know uh, go for a spoken english class and that batti jal gaya dimag mein okay yes if there's something like spoken english somebody is you know uh, teaching you how to speak english why why not to do that okay and the uh, course fee was not that too much because there was a institute uh, of ramkrishna mission in calcutta golpar and the teachers were so good they actually wanted the students to learn their intention was the students should learn okay with that intention i used to go there for one or one half hours that helped me a lot so that was the first thing that uh, that was a challenge but yeah obviously it takes a lot of time 
to you know grasp grasp the tone grasp the flow these things took a bit of time uh, maybe 6 or 7 years actually it took but then i uh, uh, over the course of you know this thing i i learned all these things that was the first thing second thing was designing was my core job i was a web designer i used to do design there were a set of people who used to do the development of converting those designs into a web page i was very fascinated because always my brain used to click uh, what i am doing is okay what i am doing okay but what else somebody else is doing okay i i want to learn that so the next nearest thing that was the ui development i wanted to learn so i kind of saw what people are doing they used to use uh, there was a tool called uh, microsoft front page people used to use that to make the web pages though it was on table based uh, layouts and all very non standard things but it used to make a web page then uh, i i got some uh, this uh, trial trial softwares right you get in cds at that point of time there was a magazine called digit wherein this uh, these softwares used to come for free or free or like shareware i think after 15 days they would expire so i used to get that software installed after 15, 15 days i used to format my machine again because otherwise it will not continue so but this these are the things like i did all the jugads of learning things okay so then i knew this uh, ui development i started to learn the html how whatever people are doing on the visivig uh, editor how it is converting a, a code okay i was so code was a word right code for me was a word like a robot uh, robotic science okay so i am doing a code i was so happy that okay i can code dude okay so i started learning html and soon uh, i just uh, showed my interest in the next company i went there and i just said in the interview that i can do html coding because where i was working the peers won't let me even you know touch the code or they won't even entertain me learning things because kind of uh, inferiority whatever right so the next job where i was giving interview i said okay i i can do uh, designing as well as ui development and they were so happy to get somebody kind of a two stack of so that was my challenge in the uh, uh, that current company but the next company i got it so yeah there i used to then do ui development as well and soon again my heart started saying okay dude <laughs> next thing okay was the next thing so next thing was the uh, you know backend developers who used to do some javascript coding okay some interaction between the users so that was again a challenge to learn so i started uh, figuring out how they are writing so these people were trained professionals into languages and all i did not have that idea okay and i but i had a huge confidence that from a dtp if i am doing html coding i can do this all so i got a this thick book that was on javascript pure javascript i still remember the name uh, don't uh, remember the author but still uh, remember the name i used to cut the book like 20 pages okay 20 pages of uh, book i used to cut staple it and every day i would uh, go in my way to office in the local train i would open and read it okay and there is no sitting uh, leisure in the local trains i used to stand and i used to read and i was so interested that like 50 minutes of uh, travel 
I used to think it's like only five minutes now. <laughs> okay, travel is over, <laughs> dude. Okay, while returning again, I used to do the same thing. But I was so interested reading something and actually doing something. They they were two different things for me because I was very fascinated about it. But I I found that I am not able to get the thing. I am not able to write code because the logical thing, logical thinking, the the language things, right? They were pretty hard for me. Then one of my local train mate. he was a software engineer he was a engineer he was a mechanical engineer he came into software he was working in vb that time visual basic he told me vivek you know if you want to learn javascript right you should know the basic structures first how a language works so you first go and learn c or c++ i said where were you all these days dude <laughs> you should have told me before then i actually went to an institute i learned c institute name was ssi it was a 15 days course i did that c course and actually again my dimag ka batti was like totally bright okay now i can understand javascript dude i can do anything now the next company i gave interview there and i said okay i know web uh, designing i know ui development and i can also do javascript so all these three i can do and i got the job and i started doing that and there was macromedia flash was a uh, that used to run as a plugin in browsers that kind of animation works for site those things also i got so it was a it was a mix of everything of my skills so that used to have a action script that is like javascript that used to have all the skills of a designer that i used to put so i used to make page banners and those things with some coding so it was quenching my thirst inside so i i used to do that and i did a I did it for a long time then next what's next again it was back back end development asp databases how people are doing that was again huge question mark for me i am doing javascript all all good but how that back end people are doing these things i wanted to learn that but since i knew javascript i knew uh, c c++ learning asp was not a big deal so that at that point of time asp jsp they were ruling the market java was there but was for very little specialized kind of work so then i just bought some books on asp jsp i read those books I, then okay actually the next job was in delhi so from calcutta i went to delhi so now i was proper bachelor because all these days i used to come at home bab ka hotel mein eat sleep do everything but now i was a total bachelor like student engineering college student right who has to think of everything kapda dhone se lekar ke everything they have to do so i used to uh, go in a, in my room i had to do everything in delhi i used to live in munirka that was people like us who are working in a company and then need one room to live sharing room so i used to be there i used to live with one of my colleague and there i learned a lot of asp backend i used to do discussions in the evening with with my roommate he was in asp and he actually he also was like a guy who wanted to help me because he knew that from where i have come and what kind of skills i have and he used to share everything with me so from there i learned asp jsp so backend kind of thing uh, i got it then sql server that i got here in bangalore basically from there again i had to shift my job to come to bangalore because i needed the next lap next uh, 
challenge. So wanted to try my hands on databases also. So SQL Server was something that was uh, the most popular at that point of time. Oracle was also there. But yeah, SQL Server was the nearest that I could catch with my hand. Yeah, but uh, I did not get any books or anything. It was like, okay, the SQL Server software was open and uh, somebody was doing something and uh, I could logically think, okay, what is happening probably? I can do some nudges by my hand. Uh, there was an incident when my manager said, okay, you know, Vivek, uh, this thing is not working. And do you know how to do this in the software? And I said, okay, I can try. Okay, if it works, it works. And it worked. Okay, and I thought, okay, now I know SQL also. <laughs> then I kind of uh, started learning more triggers in SQL Server and all, all those things that were the advanced things. These are all the challenges that came in between. Then came the era of PHP development, uh, you know, having more standardized coding patterns in companies like AOL. When Java was getting too much of popularity, Java, PHP, these things were you know getting too much of market share. So at that point of time, I, as a course of action, I learned on the work because now learning things were not so challenging for me. Uh, learning new things were not. So whatever is there on the table, I just can logically make sense. If it makes sense to me, I can work on it kind of thing. And then now getting the challenge of peers were not there because now I had a gamut of skills, a big gamut of skills. I could talk in the meetings. I could present something in the team I can propose something new, patterns or new way of doing it, that kind of thing. So people now started believing in me that, okay, this guy is also something. Okay, <laughs> so then things became a bit easy for me. And then backend coding, everything. So till my tech lead, team lead, things were kind of fine. Now, again, the new era has come for me, which is management, which again, like I wanted to do that. There were some personal ups and downs because of which it took a lot of time for me to reach here. But then, yeah, again, I'm like up and running for in the same mode. And, you know, uh, the more you jump, it is like a drug addiction. The, the more you have, the more you need. Okay. Now I'm again, now learning the skills on cloud computing. Uh, Though everywhere cloud is there in all the big organizations, but I, I wanted to learn it from scratch, how things are in all kind of cloud computing world is happening. So yeah, though I am late into this, but then yeah, I still want to learn. So I'm, I'm learning that these days. Kudos to your passion. You have um, actually made me also nostalgic talking about that VB script, Macromedia, Flash, ASP, JSP, SQL Server and all. One thing what fascinated me is you cutting the books and reading JavaScript stuff. Yeah, that is so uh, nice. And in fact, uh, I need to appreciate your appetite for taking that bigger and bigger challenges and all. So with that, let me move on to the next question. What is one thing that bothers you most in case if any? The bothering is that there used to be a in, in our textbook in my 8th standard or 9th. There was a textbook in Hindi. There was a chapter called Piche Mat Thekiye. Piche Mat Thekiye means if you cannot promote somebody, okay, you please don't demote them. If you cannot appreciate somebody, don't push them back. Let them be where they are at least. So this is what, you know, bothers me a bit that when I stand on something, people try to show me or 
people like me not me it's not only me right there are many people like me in this industry they might have also faced this challenge that when you stand for something and if they know your background they just kind of show you that you don't belong to here okay you don't know what i know obviously yes but in a way they show you the way <laughs> again such a profound statement if you can't promote that's okay but don't demote people wow yeah. now uh, let me talk about the core of this topic like how can the non tech people like maybe from other background be it the life sciences or the bcom background how can they learn technologies what are your tips to them first thing it should not be people should not come to something if they do not have interest in it if the interest is for money making they should not come that is the first thing because if you are thinking that in this line there is a lot of money and for money you should come in this line which i have seen a lot of people doing and failing there that is not going to work what works is hard work and on top of everything interest if you have interest right you can put 25 hours out of 24 hours in that work if you do not have interest you will not do anything okay you will just think of money and die like that so if you really have interest in something that you did not get and you have that passion of doing it obviously you can do it today and today's challenge is not like what we had what we had was like how to learn that what to learn those were the questions at that point of time today the question is not how to learn what to learn it is why to learn because see today it is push mechanism of teaching you at my time there was a pull mechanism to teach uh, to to learn something from others today there are so many courses online youtube is full with everything that you can think of so if you have a will there are many ways of learning today but why to learn something is the challenging question today and the distraction factor today today social media and all the technologies all the gadgets has made people pagal even i have become pagal because of this it's like my team also not only my team every team in this world has a whatsapp group and that whatsapp group is not a official whatsapp group because in the same whatsapp you get all the other jokes and this and that so see what is the amount of distraction you have today when i was in this thing i used to get a total focus time of let's say a stretch focus time of 2 hours okay if i lock myself for 2 hours i am there for learning that thing for 2 hours getting even 20 minutes of non distracting time is a great challenge for anybody and not for anybody it's like my my kid she is 3 and a half years i see like her attention span is like not more than 2 minutes 3 minutes fine for a child that is fine but then the distraction factors are enormous today and that's the main challenge today and now why to learn something and like how to keep yourself undistracted from all these factors is a great challenge today i think it's a ground reality talking about the distraction part definitely everybody is so glued to their screens like if you happen to board a public transport like train or bus we'll see everybody's heads down and focusing on this and they keep on scrolling either this youtube you, or the instas or whatever yeah once i went i i was in yahoo at that time and i i went to singapore for some at that point of time i saw everybody is glued to their screen and i was like but this was in what uh, 2010 that time it was india was not that you know everybody did not have a smartphone people were not glued they were talking to each other they are looking at each other today we are in the same 
बोट कंप्लीटली कॉन्कर लाइक पीपल हैव लाइक थाउजेंड्स ऑफ फ्रेंड्स ऑन फेसबुक एंड इंस्टाग्राम बट they fail to make uh, a physical uh, probably meeting right wherein they come and uh, meet in person okay that is missing and definitely on this note i would like to recommend a book to all our audience which is called uh, indistractable mm-hmm. and which a punch line how to control your attention and choose your life this is an amazing book okay especially to deal with uh, the social media addiction and just go back to our normal life and choose our life and this is authored by neer al and i'm going to publish the link of this uh, book in the show notes and probably you guys can purchase it or borrow from your friend but make sure that everybody reads this mm-hmm. so with that being said you have been passionate about learning technologies right vivek right from the desktop animation software web designing html javascript and now you have embarked on your cloud computing journey as well so how do you keep yourself up to date with the contemporary technologies any tips you want to share it's like see first you have in your surroundings you will see what you do not know and that's the starting point for me what i do not know and i have to ask myself if i don't know this is this going to help me if i learn this then i start today there is no question of how to learn because there are many ways to learn and you have book but i have stopped uh, using books i and i i think most of the people have stopped using books they are using videos or they are using audio books or many other advanced level of books which is a good thing reading book in itself is kind of partial communication the most uh, best communication is the video communication where you can see the body language of a person uh, you can listen to the pauses and listen to the movements of the tones right those communications are the best communication because many things are non writable things okay which you get from these uh, mediums so i learn from mostly these days i learn from you know reading blogs or listening to the ctos their youtube channels or the experienced people what they these days i am mostly going for the experienced people because i want to now go on the management ladder i want to excel there so there's a lot of uh, psychological thoughts of managing somebody else okay those are needed how people think what you think what they are not thinking there's a lot of gap between it before this management role i i used to assume that people are thinking in a way that i am thinking but that's not true people have different thoughts people have different way of thinking and at the end of the day i understand that i did not understand anything because reading people is an art which cannot be taught and which which can never be complete because there's so much of permutations and combinations of thinking patterns their backgrounds their uh, experiences right every individual is different and every individual have their own different challenges i am learning things how i keep myself updated is like with my surroundings with youtube with many other things that come in my day to day thing so it's like learning every day something that is the key i would say wow learning every day and first of all i i would like to acknowledge the powerful and the most profound thought that you shared if you can know what you don't know then automatically you'll be in a stage and identify what is required and then go ahead and explore what is needed thank yeah. you for sharing that so vivek uh, now talking about the role of an engineering manager how do you think it is going to shape up in the next 5 years or so and what are the 
kind of trends that you are seeing as it evolves see when i started right there was nothing called engineering manager there used to be a people manager probably the person used to be a manager in some other company or in some other industry now they have come to this industry to try their hands so they used to be non technical and the way i've seen three eras passing by now the managers cannot be non technical in software industry it is impossible for an engineering manager to be only doing that's why the name engineering manager right they, they are managing engineers so uh, they they are supposed to be engineers how it is going to change in future see the thing is now an engineering manager there's a lot of training that happens for all the managers and engineering managers are being taught of all the empathy all the way of uh, tackling people how to manage their moods everything that that they have to do it and uh, you know especially after covid things have you know worsened it's like people are frustrated in their homes okay they have different challenges when working from home even being a manager me also being a before being a manager i personally as a person i also have a lot of frustration of things that are not possible there are things beyond your zoom window which has to be greeted to people that is not happening the body language is missing when you are talking to somebody probably you meant something and they got something else right those are the challenges that are happening but yeah people are learning we are also learning so the next change that for an engineering manager is happening is more of playing a good hr role also apart from a people manager being a good engineering architect brain they also need to have a hr capabilities of understanding people understanding their limitations understanding their challenges these are the things that are really needed for a manager to you know manage somebody in engineering field be it anywhere but these are the things and world is changing there used to be only mostly boys in my uh, first company one or two ladies used to come and uh, you know they were having some desk job but these days everywhere i mean it's it is supposed to be a 50 50 balance and which is for very good that is changing the whole paradigm and i have seen that change happening it's growing the world it's growing our nation it's growing our surroundings everything uh, because of this 50 50 balance with that the managers uh, next part of gamut i would say is the hr mindset great thanks for those insights so managers can no longer be non technical they have to be hands on be an engineer then you will become an engineering manager Yes. In addition to that, the people aspects, right? Understanding the people, their strengths, their limitations, their challenges, that is going to be key. And as you rightly touched upon, the increasing diversity is also a quite encouraging fact. And we have to be mindful about how do we manage people from diverse background, gender, so on and so forth. So this was quite an amazing conversation so far. So Vivek, we would like to add some spice to the episode by asking you. a few rapid fire questions maybe you can ask them very crisply like one or two words or maximum one phrase if you are ready let's get started that would be exciting i don't know i've heard uh, you asking uh, such questions in your uh, in your episodes but then let me give it a try wonderful thanks for volunteering to be part of rapid fire round let me fire the very first bullet out of the rapid fire if you were to relate your life with a game or sport what would it be it would be ludo 
it is exciting full of unknowns you have a plan and your plan always does not work the way you think so just go with the game go with the flow of the streams happening right and enjoy the life fair enough yeah i love that analogy moving on to my next question what is your favorite failure that's a thinkable question okay so uh, very close uh, relative of mine came to bangalore for some earnings and stability for him this city was new he did not even knew how to ride a vehicle because in my small hometown the most valuable vehicle is a bicycle these days yeah obviously people have more ways but then that's the thing in a general house you will find a bicycle everywhere uh, every household will have a bicycle for sure like the way bangalore has everyone has at least a scooty right so bicycle what he knew nothing else okay so did not know places in bangalore did not know how to see a google map either and he needed help to make some money here so i said okay please come uh, stayed with me and then like for 5 days i took a off and he was in a you know urgent need of having a job and making money so i thought okay bangalore everybody is coming doing swiggy uber eats and uh, what not at that point and so i said okay i'll i'll help you so i took this 5 days off and i said okay you don't know roads i will go with you you don't know google maps i'll teach you okay how to do it so i went with him for 5 days for doing the deliveries and uh, that's a nightmare for me actually i don't know how these people do it they are great and i do a great namaskar to them because getting an order and delivering it in time with this bangalore traffic it is highly impossible i don't know how do these people do if you keep your vehicle somewhere some towing vehicle will come and take your vehicle okay some police wala will say don't uh, keep it here and then if you are not speaking in that rowdy language right you cannot conquer them okay you cannot be like okay you know white collar job person going and doing this it is not possible how these people do it really i do a sashtang namaskar to these people so that was my favorite failure because after some days i told him see you are like me i am like you let's not try our hands on this this is not possible okay whatever money is gone is gone don't worry about it but then so after 15 days i asked him the bike that we took it from some drivezy or something we just gave it back to them wrapped up everything because it was at any point of time an order can come and you cannot say no it is quite challenging you cannot sleep okay if you want to make money for living and you really want to so it is very very tiring and very very challenging to let your orders go away How, what you make is like 10 rupees 20 rupees out of an order and for that you do so much of things so that is my favorite failure because i tried it i failed but a big namaskar to them that's why it is favorite yeah that's a fair story in fact it's quite heart touching and definitely we need to give kudos to those people who are making a living out of these deliveries and all by being on time and dealing with all the challenges and all so thanks for sharing that particular story so with that let me move on to my third question out of the rapid fire what is one movie dialogue which stuck your mind for so long before that i would ask you if i am telling you things in detail is it 
considered as rapid fire or you want a flowing <laughs> a conversation that's why i'm not putting the hard and fast rule but uh, the briefer the better yeah and sorry for you know longer discussions yeah what was your last question my last question was what's one movie dialogue which struck your mind for long oh yeah that's my favorite question and i have only one answer and that one one answer is babu moshai hum sab to rangmanch ki katputliyan hain kab kaun kaise uthega ye koi nahi bata sakta hai ha 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 you have seen this movie called anand right this is the punch dialogue of that movie and i have seen that movie for 40 times at least i would love to watch that movie for sure yes. so with that let me move on to my next question what has been a question on your mind for which you never got an answer for okay even this is my favorite question and the thing is like uh, why do we name god name god god why do you name it great yeah i think it has uh, noteworthy thinking about it but let me move on to my last question out of the rapid fire what is one message that you like to give to your own younger version okay. to my own younger version i would say that no one is god so don't do blind trust and and no one is god so forgive their mistakes and move on wow so this has been a fantastic rapid fire and thanks for being so candid talking about your experience in supporting a person from your town in supporting the deliveries and then talking about your favorite movie dialogue and also the question on your mind so this has been a fantastic rapid fire round with that let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for this session what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers see things should not be see big is fine but all the big start from small okay so find your spark listen to your heart no idea is small everything is achievable adding uniqueness is an art okay so in my case it was like i had a uniqueness of having a, a web designers profile and on top of that uniqueness of you know being a developer also at the same time the world looks for uniqueness so if you really want to having a, a great career try to find what is that makes you different probably that will solve all the answers great, great. such a profound statement actually it's all about what can be the unique thing that you can bring forward to the table so this yeah. has been a fantastic conversation vivek thank you so much for joining me today it was also a wonderful topic to talk about the unconventional journey of an engineering manager thanks again for being part of tgv's journey in shaping the lives and careers of millions across the globe thanks navin this was really great and i am honored and with on this platform i would like to thank you and everyone who has helped me in in my journey each and every one i have a very very close friend of mine his name is giriraj mota and i want to call his name because i told you right this friend you should have one friend to whom you go and talk about your frustrations talk about your next next big thing or whatever you should have one friend and that friend should also have you as your friend this platform i really love it and i i make sure that every time you put a new episode i go and listen to it it's such an inspiring thing so yep i mean taking your the advantage of your platform i want to really say thanks to everyone who have helped me in my journey and because of them only i am where i am i am Uh, otherwise this was not possible so nice of you such a nice gesture to acknowledge people that helped you and definitely kudos to giriraj wherever you are if you are listening or watching this episode and it is not a small thing you have influenced your friend 
Vivek journey and uh, life in a very big way. So kudos to that and keep continuing to do that. All right. So pleasure hosting you again, Vivek. Thank you. All right. So let's move on to the trivia segment of today's episode. And folks, today's trivia is about Milo. I'm wondering, have you heard about Milo? In case if you haven't heard, let me tell you. Milo is a device okay, which was launched by Sony. And it was created for portable instant messaging as well as internet-based communications, browsing internet websites using the Opera web browser way back in 2006. So that it can, it was targeted for essentially age group of 18 to 24 for playback and sharing of media files. Here comes my question. What does Milo mean in this Sony Milo? I know you're thinking, but let me reveal you the answer. It is my life online. Interesting, isn't it? Thank you so much for listening or thank you so much for watching if you are on YouTube. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye-bye. We are signing off for today. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest. Mm-hmm.